Scars, not meant to define you, but to remind you. This is Life in Perspective, episode 19, Scars. (laughs) Let's get it. Yo, welcome to Life in Perspective. Yo, we are almost to 20 episodes this season. I'm super excited to be back with y'all this week. I know we say it every week, so I'm gonna just stop saying it, right? I'm just honored every time, every week or every other week (laughs) that I get to join you. Um, I just felt really led to share this podcast. It was interesting because kind of, I I think like how it starts off is like with a thought and then the thought develops into questions and then I turn it into dialogue and conversation with God and then out of it just kind of flows the episode and that's usually like the process and last week um, I got something in the shower which is interesting because I think it's kind of like a multi-platform kind of dialogue or conversation that we'll have today like you'll probably hear it again if you come to Culture Shakers Bible Study or if you hear me speak I feel like it's something that God really wants um, me to share and it's really interesting um, last week week before last, we were in um, Culture Shakers Bible study and um, some of the people were sharing, you know, like that they were like in the middle of a heartbreak or they were in the middle of a storm. And it's really interesting because typically we don't share stories publicly until we've reached the other side of it. And so I was talking to someone after Bible study and they're like, dang, like when so-and-so is sharing, I was like, I'm in the same place. I don't want to share. But she was like, I reached out to her and was like, girl, we could do this together because I'm in the same place. And It's interesting because she literally says the exact word. She's like, man, like, I'm cool with sharing, like, once I've made it to the other side, but I don't want to at all talk about what I've been through while I'm in the middle of it. Like, it hurts too much. It makes me vulnerable. And it's interesting because I just thought about, like, scars. And I'm like, man, we typically, like, when I think about scars, I think about, like, the stories that are behind them, but a scar doesn't develop after it's over like usually when you're hurt the scar happens immediately and typically it's almost more um visible like when it's in the healing process than it is after it has healed like it then starts to fade away a little bit and so I was like man scars and I'm like dang that's real because it took me a long time definitely not while I was in the middle of my journey or any of my journeys did I want to share in the middle of them but I think that there's a beauty about sharing our scars typically when we have a scar we want to cover it right we want to put a band-aid on it we don't really want people to ask us what happened or we don't really want to share what happened it's like all about covering it and and getting to that healing process like I think about a scrape when you fall it's like you see the blood you clear the blood you cover it and then you wait for it to scab and then you wait for it to kind of dissolve within your skin and it's interesting because that's not at all what I think God wants us to do with our scars I think I as I said in the uh, top quote that was from your girl it was really from the Lord because he just kind of like placed that on my heart that scars are not meant to define us, but they are meant to remind us. And I'm like, you know, OK, Lord, like how can we, um, you know, apply your word to this part of our lives? Right. And it made me think like I literally in the shower asked God, 
why did you choose to raise Jesus from the dead with his scars? Like, because, you know, God is God. And he could have literally raised Jesus like he had never experienced the hurt and the pain that he did. But there was intentionality behind like Jesus resurrecting from the dead with his scars, with his 39 stripes still visible, with the the where the nails went in his hands, where he was pierced in his side. Jesus rose with all of his scars. And I'm like, dang, that means there's intentionality to people seeing what we've been through. And I think like, honestly, it's so that God gets the glory. It's like, I don't think people would have believed that Jesus was fully man had he risen without his scars. There is something about the scars that bring glory to God. Like, it's so crazy. Thomas was a disciple. He followed Jesus. He believed in Jesus. He believed in the word of the Lord. And when they're like, yo, the tomb was empty. Jesus ain't there no more. He like, I ain't gonna believe it until I poke my fingers through where the nails went, until I put my hand in where the sides went. And I think that that says something about there are some people who won't believe that they are enough for Jesus until they hear about your scars. And so if you don't get anything out of this, this podcast this week, like, man, whatever it is that you've been through or whatever it is that God brought you through, like, I want you to share it. Someone may meet Jesus through your scars. And so I just want to encourage you about that, man. Like, there's nothing to be ashamed about because I know, like, for me, it took me a long time to share my story because I carried this like weight of shame about it, like weight of shame about decisions that I made that even led me to experience the pain that I experienced or like not really wanting people to see me as a victim or like feel bad for me. Like I, I kind of like, you know, I'm, I'm a boss, I'm a G, you know, and I, I don't cry. Like, I don't, and I think it was, it was, a, it was pride. If I'm honest, like I didn't want to share and let people know that, you know, they caused me pain or that my feelings were hurt or that I was broken. Like I didn't want to see, want people to see me like that. And it's easier for us to talk about whatever we've been through on the other side of it. But Sometimes people need to know right where they are that God would meet them there. And if we don't tell the story while we're in it sometimes and we wait till we get to the other side, there are some people who are in the middle of it and they can't see their way even enough to take a step towards healing. And I feel like when you're in the middle of it and you're like, man, I'm broken, I'm hurt, I'm angry with God in the middle of it, someone who's angry with God and not even considering talking to him or moving past it can be like, like, man, she's where I'm at or he's where I'm at and they've made the decision to keep going and I can too. Or the simple fact that like God cares about those moments because sometimes, you know, there's this misconception that God doesn't care about our broken hearts or when we're sad or when we're hurt. And that's not the character of the God that I serve. There's a scripture that says he is near to the brokenhearted. And I'm going to be 100% honest with y'all. If without God, there's no way I would have made it through, right? If there was not moments where I revealed my scars to God, I would have still been stuck in a mindset that said I was unworthy or rejected or I wasn't good enough or I wasn't, you know, worthy of a love that didn't cause me pain. Like if I didn't invite God into the place where my scars were ripe or where they were like new, like I would have never experienced his love on that level. Like I would have never been able to embrace his love to make it through to the other side. And so I just wanted to encourage you, man, like if there's something that you're going through and you're like, dang, Brenda, like, I don't know, 
You know, I don't want to talk about this. Like, I just want to sit in it. And it makes me like, it makes that scripture in Revelation that we always talk about, it makes it hold a little more weight for me because it's like you overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of your testimony. And your testimony is not only defined by the end of it. There are testimonies through the process. There are testimonies that will help you get to the other side. For me, like, genuinely I was just talking to somebody the other day because they're like man I don't like I have a story and I understand you know the weight that it carries but I don't think I'm ready to share it you know publicly on a platform and I'm like man it starts with the baby steps like start it start with you like start telling yourself your story because I also think like because we're in it and we're in the middle of it we don't always recognize you know what God has done until we share it with somebody else and then we see how it blesses their life but sometimes you got to start with you you got to be like man God take a moment to just think about where you could have been had he not brought you on the other side of it or had he not brought you through it or had he not been in the process with you like just take a moment and think about that and I was sharing that with her like just think about it just write it down there's something about writing it down and just being able to get all the thoughts and the emotions out of it and that's how it started for me like when I first moved to LA you know I thought I was going to write a book and I started writing and those are those are words that should never be shared (laughs) but um you know there is a book that's going to come out of my journey because I believe that there's some people that God just needs, man. He wants to, he wants to go after them. And um, when he leaves the 99 for the one, sometimes he does that through you. And so you just have to be obedient. That was a little sidebar nugget, but yeah, like I was just telling her, like it starts with writing. And then for me, it started like sharing it with strangers just like somebody would say something about struggling with forgiveness and he'd go share your story and I'm like share my what you want me to but it was a little easier when people don't know you and it's like ah you can share it and I remember like in the beginning like whenever I would talk about it it would be like reliving it it would be like man I would like cry like I would feel the pain um, that I felt in the moment it would just literally be like reliving it and then the I noticed that the more I told it then I could you know crack a joke and I could laugh and it didn't like it didn't hurt as much to share it then I started to see the hand of God through it even more like even now you know like God starts to reveal you know continues to reveal why it had to happen and why I had to experience that and why I had to go through that and it's really interesting because um when we hear we overcome, it's like, I don't, we don't always recognize that the sharing of the testimony helps you to overcome. It doesn't just, you know, prove to others the power and the glory of God. There's also healing in sharing your scars, man. So I just genuinely wanted to encourage you. This episode probably won't be super long, but I just felt like there's somebody who's right in the middle of something and you have like, literally, I always used to call it a cubby hole. Um, Cause you know, like in kindergarten, we would have cubby holes and you'd like put your stuff in there, you tuck it away. And I know like when I would go through little moments of like feeling depressed or sad about what I was going through, it's like, man, I just want to go in a cubby hole. Like, I don't want to talk to anybody. I just want to sit in my house and just be with myself. And I'm telling you that there is part of your healing that is unlocked and you sharing right where you are, not waiting till it's over, not waiting till God brings you through. But there is something that you need to get out right now while you're in the middle of it. Your healing is locked in you sharing your scars. And I'm not telling you to get a podcast and share it with the world. There is going to be intentional people that got places in your life that need to hear where you are right now. They need to hear the vulnerability of like, I don't have it all together because Man, it is our brokenness and our weakness that helps bring glory to God. It's like, man, you don't look anything like what you're going through right now. So 
for me, if I'm dealing with something and I feel like, man, I can't make it, your your sharing of your scars may help me take another step. It may cause me not to give up in the middle of it. It doesn't always need to be you on the other side of it because I, I, I may not need that. I may need you right where you are. I may need you to be like, man, I was strong in my faith, but then this hit me and it knocked me off my rocker. Like I always say, like what I experienced shook the foundations of what I believe. I mean, the foundation, it cracked it a little bit. It was like, oh, I don't know if I'm as solid in this as I am. And being vulnerable and being honest and being open about that, it brought not only healing to others, but it brought me healing. It brought me to, it made me keep going, man. Cause I had to, every time I would rehearse rehearsing it from a healthy place like we gotta I have to make that clear like from a healthy place like rehearsing it from a healthy place started to help me recognize like man God I didn't see you in this before but now I see where your hand was was guiding me I see where your hand was covering me I see where you were like helping me take the steps I see where you were sending people to me um in this season and they didn't even understand what they were doing but you did like you knew it helps you recognize that man he never left you and sometimes if you wallow in it and you tuck it away it doesn't it, it there's no space for God to heal it there's no space for him to like walk with you through it because you're trying to hide it and for me I'm a suppressor was a suppressor huh 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 <laughs> I was a suppressor and um a pretender I essentially would say because I always used to be like I don't got feelings like I remember being in high school like that was my thing like oh, I don't got feelings I don't cry like people can't hurt my feelings and I would be hurt and some of that stuff I'm unpacking today because I was suppressing it and it's like no bro that did hurt me and it doesn't make me less than or weak to share when something hurts me it makes me human and so I just want to speak to the human side of you that says it's okay to share your scars, even when they are in the healing process. You know, um, I had to do this uh, video for um, something. <laughs> um, and if you listen to my podcast and you hear it today, that's why it hasn't come out yet. Um, but I had to share about my process of becoming who I am today. And it's interesting because I feel like I'll be on a ever uh, on a never-ending journey of becoming. Like, I feel like there's always areas of growth and there's always different levels that God wants to take us to and that question like stumped me like it took me a week to like find a response because I'm like process to becoming like bro I don't know and the reality of it is like I summed it up in three words and it was really interesting because I feel like people don't always want to be honest about the pain and how the pain was necessary and the pain was um instrumental in who I am today. Because I think had I never experienced the level of pain in which I did, I don't know if I could honestly say that Jesus was real to me. And um, I I had to do like this little merch shoot, which was really fun. Um, But it also made me start like thinking about my story of like, when was the moment I knew Jesus was real? And it's... I don't know if it's sad to say, <laughs> um, but I would say, man, like in the course of the last three years, did I really recognize that Jesus is real? I, I remember feeling like I had absolutely nothing to live for. And I've seen God transform and restore my life and give me like this sense of joy that I embody day to day that isn't predicated on the season I'm in, what I'm experiencing, whether good or bad, high or low. And I feel like 
reflecting on that was like, yo, that's when I knew Jesus was real. Cause I know the state of mind I was in. I know how I would struggle to wake up and get out the bed. Cause I felt like, man, I don't, there's nothing, you know, like felt like so alone and so broken. And then to see like where I am today and I can't wait to get out the bed and I can't wait to spend time with him. I can't wait to see people and like hope that they experience who God is through my life. Like, man, there's a joy that I have on the inside that I feel like I embody. And I feel like people experience when experiencing me. And I'm like, man, I know Jesus is real because I don't know how I got here. Like, I don't know how I got from point A to point B. Like, all I can say is like, man, it was God. Like, I know like that's something that Jesus did. Like, it unravels me because I'm like, man, I went beyond like knowing that Jesus was real by seeing like what he he did in the lives of others or like my parents or those that I encountered. But man, if if y'all I know I like share it all the time, but if you knew like the state I was in and then like and some people do like some people some people can testify to where I was Um but man, like, it's how I know Jesus is real. Because I I cannot articulate the process from how I got from that broken place to where I am. There's no other explanation but Jesus, man. Like, who he, like, man, I did not intend to be unraveled like this, but I think when I think about where I was in the midst of like my scars and what they represent when I think about what my scars represent for me it's definitely the reality of who Jesus really is and that's what I'm saying like it starts with just you reflecting on what they really mean like man they hurt like the healing process of a scar hurts and sometimes there's trauma attached to it like every time you look at it it reminds you I remember I was maybe eight or nine and I was getting dressed for church and my mom had left early um and I was going like with my siblings and she left the curling iron on and it was plugged up in my room and I stepped on the cord and it burned the back of my right arm and the scar is still there. And let me just tell y'all that I was traumatized for a long time. Like my mom would curl my hair and I would flinch. Like it would be bad. Like irons, all of that. Like I would be afraid of anything that had the ability to burn me. Cause I remembered the pain when I stepped on that curling iron. Like, I mean, I was never tender headed, but when anybody would curl my hair, it would be like a really bad experience. Cause I would be like jumping and flinching all the time. Cause that I just kept remembering what it felt like to be burned. And I remember like over time, like I got out of that. Right. But it also would be like sharing the story and people would be like, girl, like curlers are not out to get you. (laughs) Like nothing with heat or that has the ability to burn you is out to get you. You know, it was just like in sharing that it kind of like healed the misconceptions of what the what the pain meant. Right. Like that wasn't intended to hurt you. Like curling irons are not intended to hurt you and not at all taking away from the fact that it hurt you. But you can't be bound and thinking that every curling iron or everything that uh 
gives off heat is going to hurt you. And it's the same thing with our internal scars or like the scars of our heart is like, man, the more I told people about what happened and the more I shared it, the more it helped shift my perspective of like every every relationship or every situation isn't going to cause you this same pain. Like, yes, that hurt. And yes, you learn from it. And yes, you grow from it. But we don't allow it to define us. And we also use it like now I think about the scar and it reminds me of what happened, right? It it There's a story that's etched in my brain that I'll never forget, but it also like reminds me of the journey and like how I made it out and how I could curl my own hair now. You know, I iron my clothes all the time, you know? And it's the same thing like with our scars in life. It's like, man, they remind me just like, a couple of minutes ago, I was completely undone just thinking about where I was and where God brought me to. Like, that is what the scars are supposed to do. They're supposed to remind you of the goodness of God that, man, you're not where you were. And I know there are some of us who are right in the middle of it and we are not where um, we want to be. But I'm using my scars to let you know that you will make it through, that you'll make it on the other side of it, that God is with you right there in the middle of it. And you can trust him with it. You can trust him and be like, bro, I'm angry with you. I am mad that this happened. Like he cares about all of that. And so I just wanted to say like, man, don't be ashamed of your scars. Don't hide them. Don't feel like you're weak because you have them. Like your scars represent, man, how strong God thinks you are because he thought you were strong enough to handle it. He knows that you're strong enough to handle it. And I always tell you, he thinks you to die for it. So you're a boss either way, but the scars are a reminder or reflection of how God sees you. He's like, man, man, my daughter, my son, I knew you could handle this. And I knew you would become who I created you to be by going through this. Because to for, to be completely honest with you, I mean, God doesn't cause us pain. He uses it, right? But I can't say I would be where I am today without that. It's a part of the process. You know, it's like you think about gold. It's tried in the fire. Hmm? It's tried in the fire. And that's how you know it's real. And I think for me, my faith was definitely tried in the fire, but that's how I know that it's real. That's how I'm sure that Jesus is real. And so I'm encouraging you to embrace your scars, but don't hide them. Don't cover them up. Share them, man. Even if you're right in the middle of it, healing, you know, that scab, that that little that little scrape that you get, it it is ugly. It looks terrible. It goes from like reddish. You sometimes you see the white meat of your skin and it goes from red and then it turns into this little black thing. I remember I'd be trying to scrape it off, like cause I didn't like how it felt. It always be itching and stuff. <laughs> I don't know why I just went off on the tangent, but yeah, sometimes the scars are ugly. But God makes them beautiful. Like he he turns them into like this beautiful masterpiece and they represent all the stories and all the ways that he showed up in your life. And I think about how Thomas probably wouldn't have been able to experience the fullness of the resurrection had Jesus not had his scars. His scars prove the glory of God. They prove that like, man, you you went through all of that. I even think about like the scripture that says by his stripes, we are healed. The stripes that he took and that we could see on his body represent the healing for our lives. Like his scar, our healing is found in his scars and your healing is found in your scars. And those that are attached to your life, it's found in your scars. So man, tell your story. Stop hiding it. Give God the total and complete glory that he deserves. Like share your scars. If you don't get anything else out of this podcast, I want it to be that, you know, your scars are not meant to define you, but to remind you 
of who God is and how he is always there with you. And he's working with you. He's journeying with you to make sure that you see the other side. So yeah, guys, I pray that something was said today to help put your life in perspective. I'm always praying for you. I love you so much. And I cannot wait to be right back here with you next week. This is Life in Perspective. We out.